This guy thinks he can fuck with me. <laughs> Come on, man. That's not how this works. Turn your motherfucking radios on. Cause I get with this, you got to go down And I don't give a fuck if you can't handle that And I don't go to grocery stores, I don't accept my credit card What's with all these fucking grocery stores? These fucking grocery stores These fucking grocery stores Tim Max will buy me like the fuck Tim Max will buy me like the fuck Tim Max will buy me like the fucking talk Tim Max will buy me like to talk Tim Max will buy me like to talk Tim Max will buy me like to talk And I'll get the fucking, I'll get the talking And give it up, give Don't have no hobbies, it's just for serious people Don't have no time to celebrate holidays But we do like to do a bunch of drugs Take your dick out if you got one Take your dick out if you got one the Tim Fox of Bomb Show. This is episode 68. This is going to be a very loose episode, if you couldn't tell by the intro. This is an old school episode callback to the olden days before I made any progress on this mother bitch. 
We're going to be acting as if I'm the same person I used to be in 2018. Those were the days. Ooh, man, 2018. I don't know. That was like, what, like five years ago? Five? That's it? That was only five years ago. I don't smoke. This is just CBD to make it so the file size is bigger. Sorry about that, YouTube. You see, if you got a bunch of smoke clouds in the background, that means that the compression has to deal with all the different changes in lighting. And I'm sorry about that, but I don't give a crap. Because this is an old school episode of the Tim Bomb show before I made any progress. Sorry, I'm not supposed to talk like that. There's a Tim Weixelbaum show, not the Timmy Gusto show. Timmy Gusto. That guy's a douchebag. Timmy Gusto is is me. It's really just me without any filter. That's how I would talk. That's what I would say. That's how I would walk and talk and move around. And, and uh, if I was unfiltered, it's a immature version of me. That's what Timmy Gusto is. Let's do that song again. Let's do a different song. Let's do a different song. No, we're not going to do a different song. This is a very spontaneous episode. We got no agenda. This iPad, yeah, it has a bunch of topics on there. Like Jewish rage is on there. <laughs> Jewish rage. Let's talk about that. Um, so I'm, I'm half Jewish, which means I'm not Jewish. Because if you have to say half, that means you're not. Because you're either Jewish or you're not. There's no such thing as being half Jewish if you're Jewish. If you're actually like a practicing uh, sanctimonious blowhard Jew bag. Um, I did not know where I was going to put these. Where was I going to put these? I was just going to hold them the whole time? This is stupid already. Alright. So my name is... So my name is Tim Weichselbaum, and I have a Jewish last name, but that don't mean I'm Jewish. I'm Italian. I'm half Italian, half Jewish, by blood. It doesn't mean crap. I'm American. That's what I am. Um, but I am half Jewish, and that matters, because that's what I blame all my deficiencies on and my strengths and weaknesses. I blame my problems on being Jewish, and I celebrate my talents for the same reason. You see, to be smart, you gotta have some, you gotta be smart. And how do you be smart? I don't know, it's either genetic or, or both. Jesus Christ, it's either genetic or taught in, I don't know, nature versus nurture. And we're gonna be giving you a nice big dose of nature on this episode of the TWS. Because it's an old, because I don't give a crap, I'm not centering myself on this jig. So Jewish rage. I woke up with a lot of that today. I woke up with with that rage of like, fuck everybody, fuck you. I'm better than you. I deserve this. Um, now, yeah, that's what I had. That's kind of how I would put it into words. This, this form of like narcissism where it's like external rage that is like projected out of the world. Like the world doesn't get me. And I don't like that. That's what Jewish rage is. It's also just typical narcissism. You don't have to put a label on it. Besides that, it's just typical narcissism. And I'm part of, I'm in that club. I'm in the narcissist club. That's why I don't very much have guests on this podcast. Because they got to be better than me. <laughs> no, they got to be uh, like better than me at something. 
they can't just like be yapping, running their mouth and then like I'm waiting for them to finish talking so I could jump in with something better. No, the last guest was very good actually. So I don't, I'm not even, I'm just kidding. I actually, there's such a thing as a good guest, but they gotta be nice to me. They gotta like suck my dick a little bit. That's part of narcissism. So anyway, and why would I, like, who would be doing show business or attempting to if they were just a regular person? If they didn't want uh, attention from whores or whatever you call, not whores, but like, you know, uh, same thing. Basically what I'm thinking of is the word, uh, uh, starts with the groupies. The whole point of why any comedian or musician goes into that art form is to get groupies. Um, this, and if you're talented at, at writing jokes or delivering punchlines and getting people to laugh, that's extra. That's just not even a basic requirement that you need to get into show business. You just have to be a narcissist. That's the only qualification. It also helps if you know people that like you. Those are the two big, that's it. If you're not a narcissist and nobody, and you don't really have anybody that likes you, that you're close with, that has power, it's just a power game talent that's extra that's like if you want to be remembered as like leo dicaprio if you want to be as memorable as leo dicaprio and you want to pop dicaprio uh if you want to be like him i'm not trying to um yeah that you got to be talented but most people aren't and who cares man it's about power that's why we're doing this man and i'm not wearing the sunglasses because i like the way i just want to color i'm not i'm not trying to look like a douche I just am out of new clothing, so I got to start re-wearing them. I don't have enough money to throw around on stupid clothing anymore, man. I can't afford. I can't afford to do that anymore. So, also, I'm wearing the sunglasses to cover the deadness in my eyes. My eyes look very lifeless, with so I don't want to. I'm just covering them up with black shades, and they match the. Sh- anyway, jute. Power, Jewishness, rage, they all go together, narcissism, all go together. We don't do this because we want to make people's lives better. We do this because we want our lives to feel better. Not even to be better. We just want to feel more praise and attention for as as much of the day as possible. And then after a certain point, we want it to go to like we want to go to sleep at some point. So then we take like a, we have to take narcotics. We have to take stimulants in the daytime, narcotics, they're both narcotics, but they, you got to take uh, different ones to get to sleep. Let's do that song again. I did that, recorded that song in 2018 and it was, I had a lot of dopamine flowing through my system when I recorded it because I was, uh, was I drinking? No, I wasn't, I was, I think I quit drinking after, actually when I did that. I was just smoking the weed. Anyway, and you got to put out stuff like that to stay relevant. I tried putting out another song and it flopped. I don't really know. I didn't really look at the attention I got from it because I could tell it was a flop even before I put it out. Well, actually, I knew just because people didn't come up to me as much. That's how you know if something kills that you put out as a musician, as an artist. People will come up to you. You don't have to look online. Fuck social media. I'm taking a break from social media because it sucks. It's bad for your ego. It's bad for your narcissism, man. And I'm trying to have it thrive. I'm not trying to like be hard on myself like the previous 
few episodes where I was like, I'm not good enough to do this. It's like, well, yeah, because you're not getting the attention that you need to do this. Not that you deserve. Nobody really deserves. Like, yeah, some people deserve attention more than others because they're doing something more entertaining or they don't have an arm. They're missing an arm or they have leukemia, something that makes them more like pathetic. They maybe deserve more attention, but the rest of us that are not getting it because we're normal. Yeah, it's because we're, we're, I don't know, the algorithm's broken or just isn't favorable towards um, whatever it is you're doing at the moment. So you got to not look at that. You got to not look at the numbers on the social medias. Close the app as soon as you're done posting your next thing. So I'm still on there every single day if I need to talk to somebody that's only reachable on there unfortunately that's just how i don't have their number that's how, that's why it's called a network so it's, it's so i have to still go on there just to use the actual f- functionality of it not for the f- reasons that i was doing it before which was to just bask in the wanting those notifications of like you, you're doing something right people like you Ooh, you're becoming more liked by people. New people like you. It's growing. You're getting better at life because the numbers getting be- um that's um that's not good for my spirit as a perform as a narcissist because it wasn't going up. It wasn't happening. If it was happening, it'd be f- great. <laughs> but since it's not happening, I got to stick to my uh, internal voice of narcissism. I can't rely on the internet to to chime that bell to pump me up. So I have to not look at that shit anymore. Um, I have to trust my internal judgment of like, you're doing good. If it makes you laugh, who cares if it gets two likes? That's That's not your fault because it made you laugh. So what are you broken? If you're not broken, then it's not your fault. It's other. It's the algorithm's fault that they don't like to uh, feature um, far right conspiracy theorists. If that's not the hot topic at the moment, if anti-feminism and going back to the fifties isn't relevant, then I don't know what is. Then I guess I'll never be relevant then because I'm always going to want to be going back to the fifties. I'm an old man. That's why I started smoking. To take years off my life. Because I'm a good person. That's my way of giving back to the community. I'm going to die of cancer. Then I'll get attention when I'm dying of cancer for two seconds. Then I'll open my phone for notifications. I'll be, oh, I got 60 likes because I'm dying of cancer. And then I'll post another thing that says I'm getting even closer to dying of cancer. And it'll only get like 40. I'll be like, what the hell? I'm getting better. I'm becoming more close to dying. It should, be, it should be going up. Oh, and then I die and I don't even get to see the likes. I, I don't even get to know how many likes I get after the de- after I'm dead. That's a ripoff. Narcissism is a ripoff. So I quit. So I'm taking a break from actually like going on there just to be on there. I was already not really doing that. I don't like scroll. I don't scroll on social media. I'm the media. I'm the one putting out the content. What am I going to scroll? So I go to YouTube for that. So I go to YouTube for that because it's better anyway. It has better content and better shorts that I I like. Because it has a better algorithm. And it's more tolerant to my style. It's more tolerant to the anti-woke, anti-censorship, pro-free speech, pro 
far right, um, the Trump election was a fraud on uh, Biden, whatever, that side of thinking, this Capitol riot was like that, people that supported that, not the riot part, but people that supported the, uh, that thought it was like a good thing. YouTube is more open to those types of people, so I do still go on there to consume content. And uh, but whatever, I'm not succeeding on anything. Um, so anyway, but that's the thing, I'm not succeeding according to who, the world. I am the world. I'm I'm my own fucking entity. I it just takes confidence, man. If you have confidence, uh, it'll put a pep in your step, and you'll produce better content that will do better on the algorithms if you're just stammering like of course you also have to be talking about something relevant you can't just be talking about your you see, you can't just be a vlog so actually what am i expect you can't expect anything from a vlog so anyway i'm not expecting crap from that and uh, social media yeah so anyway i am getting addicted to that to the rejection that you get from being a nobody though because people see me as a nobody, which they should, because the numbers are there that represent that I'm clearly like not anybody. Um, and it's just based on a number that they see. It doesn't have nothing to do with nothing other than, oh, okay, he's either you're popular for figuring something out, whatever. So that's just how easy it is. That's how shallow it is. They don't give a crap what my experience level is. They don't give a crap about raw talent. They don't, you could be the funniest cock-sucking mother comedian or whatever, podcaster in the whole country. And nobody gives a crap if you don't have, if you're not rubbing sticks together and you're not getting views. So anyway, I'm just going to keep plugging along because I'm getting good at, I'm getting better at editing myself and censoring myself. And this is an old school, uncensored, unfiltered episode where I don't give a crap about quality or, or showing that I've grown. We're ripping the band-aid off. We're ripping the bandages. All these little wounds that I have that I thought I was healing up and mending. No, they're still cut. They're still like bleeding. I'm taking the thing. I'm, t I'm taking off the crutches. This is how I actually. All that shit I was saying about how I've been making all this progress about like how I'm not an egomaniac and all that shit or whatever. How I am like not good enough or like how I have this realistic expectation and all that shit. Fuck that. I was lying to myself. I was lying to myself, not to the world. I was being honest, I thought at the time, but internal, the reason I didn't have any energy was because it was coming from a place of defeatism, not from a place of movement, of learning, of growth. You don't grow if you're a narcissist, you know? You just get better at masking that shit. So, yeah. I admit that I have some of these tendencies, but I also have some empathy. I don't I don't take advantage of people like, hey, you're my bitch. You're going to be my free intern. Yeah, you're just going to do all the work for free and show up and drive around the city to meet me places. And I ain't paying you. Are you kidding me? I'm insulted that you would even think I'm going yeah, to So I don't, I don't do that. I would feel bad doing that. So I'm not like a totally bad person. I'm not a clinical asshole. But I obviously, yeah, I still have some of that, like, oh, who does he think he is? He thinks he can, yeah, whatever, say some dumb joke about me? Hell no. And yeah, so I still have, like, that rejection and that sensitivity, like, that in, that I get very sensitive to rejection. And I'm starting to look at it differently, because rejection actually is thrilling, I think. Like, it actually gives you a little boost 
of like uh, adrenaline, but also good feel chemical. It actually in some way is encouraging because it's like, oh, that guy don't think I'm good enough for him. Well, fuck you, fuck that. And then it gives you like a uh, fuel to fight back to them to prove that they're wrong. If you don't have that, uh, if you don't even like get rejected, you're, you're avoiding conflict altogether and you're not going to have that grit to prove them wrong. And that's all this is. That's all show business is. That's all podcasting is. It's not about entertaining people. It's not about informing people. Those people are losers. If you're doing a podcast just to inform people how to like use their computer, how to use their iPad, like get out of here. You're a loser, man. Like I hate to say it, but like I'm better. I, I'm be, I am better than them. If you're just one of those YouTubers who just says, okay, if you want to learn how to color grade and resolve Go to here. Here's a tutorial on how to. Do, well, you might as well kill yourself if that's all you're doing. Because it's not about you. Then it's about a stupid tutorial. Oh, here's how you could make two dollars a day in passive income. You're a douche. Then you're a. You're not a. You're the opposite of a douchebag. You're a selfless person at that point. You're giving a service to other people. I commend that. I'm not saying literally you're a loser. I'm saying I look down on you. Because I am better than that, I think. I, I and other comedians, we, we want to transcend the providing content portion of the job of a YouTuber and go straight to the feeling like, like we're getting our dick sucked. We want it to be all about our personality. We just want to get our dick sucked by the algorithm, not for posting about a viral video not for reacting to a viral video that could be funny it doesn't pay dividends the same way because it's not your content it's not your personality that's getting the jizz excuse my french i'm not censoring myself on this episode and that's how i talk i talk how i talk and we're and okay so i am a nar i am the type of narcissist and I'm speaking for all of them because we're all the same. Some are better than others at hiding. Like, the, you could go to therapy and be like, okay, I want to I wanna learn how to not alienate people for revealing my true opinions about myself and how I look down on these other people. How do I get better at that? And all you're doing by doing that is learning how to wear a thicker mask, a more realistic mask that's more that hides your true self that's all you're doing it ain't it ain't gonna satisfy you the narcissist unless you're a sociopath it just makes you able to climb the social ladder a little bit more and then once you get to the destination then you take that you take that mask off and you throw it across the room like it's the plague like it's a covid mask it's like oh i didn't believe in that shit Get that, I don't give a crap if I kill a bunch of people. Get that shit out of me. I don't give a crap about the, about the Fauci ouchie. I was just wearing it so people liked me. So that's what therapy is for NPD, narcissistic personality disorder. It's a crutch. It's just a way to convince other people that, hey, I'm, I'm trying to get better, man. But meanwhile, you still got the exact same opinions about everything. You still think you're just as powerful, just as important. It's, there's no cure for it except for death <laughs> or ego death. If you take a shitload of DMT, 
you'll lose your ego for maybe a couple minutes. You'll be like, oh, okay, I guess I'm kind of a, I guess I think I'm a lot better than I am. I guess there's more to the universe than just my ego. And then you'll sober up, you'll get out of the couch, and you'll be like, well, now that I know that it's temporary and I'm going to die, I'm going to be an even bigger douchebag while I'm alive. So all that these chemicals do for narcissism is enhance the narcissism. It magnifies the narcissism, Jordan Peterson would agree. He'd be like, it enhances the narcissism. I don't know. That's not how he talks. Uh... That's not how he talks, but he would agree with me. He'd be like, you're correct, Timmy Gusto or Tim Weitzelbaum. I'm going to give you a narcissistic supply. Anyway, that's why we appeal to famous people because we want some of their, we want to feel like we are the same person as them. We want to go like, well, he believes this, so therefore I'm just as good. You should also look at me as a status symbol. Is it as a valuable person? I'm way too good to give tutorials. You think I'm just going to give tutorials on lighting, on how to set up lighting? Figure it out yourself. I don't know that much about lighting. If I did, maybe I'd talk about it. Maybe then it would give me a narcissistic supply because I'd know so much about it. Like it, it would feel like jerking off because I'd be like, yeah, you set it up. You set it up exactly like the, the lighting in here is not that good. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. That's why I don't, talk about it that much because i it's not something that i could get that feels like a blow job does that make sense i'm an educator i'm educating people by talking to them in a filthy manner because adults have to learn this shit it ain't always going to come from mr rogers who's not going to curse all the time i don't have an md or a phd and all that bullshit i go on youtube i get diagnosed i tell myself oh okay so anyway, we don't do shit. They don't feel like jerking off or getting our dick sucked. Same fucking thing. One's way better than the other sometimes. Getting your blow, getting a blow job. I'm putting these right back on. Getting a blow job and get, and uh, jerking off. Those are different, but they're both something that we have to do. After a while, we have sexual frustration and it builds up and we fucking go, fuck it, I'm jerking off. Or we just go out and hire a hooker or try to ask a woman out that's like, you know, we just try to get laid after a while because of sexual frustration. But the best type of getting laid is when it's it's in a way that you really fucking... God, this is going back to Jewish narcissism and Jewish rage and like, it's all a trifecta on the same spectrum. It's all the same fucking shit, man. So the best type of blowjob is one that you got by putting out something that got that you like. Um, okay, let me explain that a little more for the people that are not nar- that don't that are not narcissists. Okay, because if you're a narcissist, it's like, dude, you don't even have to, you don't have to explain why. Of course, you want to get laid by people that like you for being a douche. Who <laughs> the best sex comes from women that look up to you for being a douchebag that the like the Beatles like like oh he's fucking he's that guy for he like that's the best type of sex at first then once you get tired of that sure okay then you want them to actually like you for your flaws or some shit like I don't fucking know for your goodness okay i just know that famous men they do get sick of only getting laid for, okay, fuck it. I'll be honest. 
you don't have to be famous to want to have somebody actually fall in love with you, but that's not going to happen if you're an artist. So move on. We don't have to fucking talk about that because it's not going to happen. If somebody falls in love with you as a narcissist, yeah, that could happen. But then they're just riding the bitch seat to your life. And that's called that's called abuse. That would be abuse. So it's not good to have them fall in love with you. It's happened it it could happen to you. I'm not saying you're not going to have somebody fall in love with you if you're a narcissist. I'm saying it's bad for them. Because you, they will be on the receiving de- receiving end of bullshit. You'll, you're probably gonna not love them back, and so so fuck that. If this is an instruction manual for narcissists, this episode is what this this is what this is. It's a manual for how to be a good narcissist. And number one rule is, if you're not ready to kill yourself yet, because that's the best that you can, <laughs> okay. I'm just don't kill yourself, but I'm saying for educational, I'm just saying, like, logically, that's the only cure to narcissism is to uh, to to do that, to kill yourself. But if you're not, but I'm not suggesting is what I'm saying. Um, not on this episode. I would say that to people off the up. Ep- I would totally say that to people like, hey, man, you should kill, <laughs> you should kill yourself. Like, that's a mean thing to say that. And but it's tr- some people, that's the only solution for people to like them. They go, oh, fucking, he was such an asshole, but he he fucking killed himself, man. He went to Oregon. He did it legit. He didn't just, like, shoot himself like an ass. That'd be a dick way to do it. No, he went to Oregon, and then he got, he did it, like, legit, you know? He didn't post about it on social media even, either, because he was, like, actually doing it as a, so that's, that. I like him now. I'm going to post a tribute to him, like, you know, this guy was an asshole, and I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad he he had the that was the one nice thing he did for for everybody around him is he had the he was nice enough. See, that's the thing they don't do they don't kill themselves. They threaten suicide. Some of them are suicidal. Some of them do kill themselves because being a narcissist is pretty depressing most of the time, unless you're fucking successful, <laughs> unless you're actually getting your dick sucked. For those 20 minutes, which it usually takes because you're thinking about other things, for those 20 minutes of getting your dick sucked is the happiest you're going to be as a narcissist. And it's a long 20 minutes because you're thinking about like, oh man, she's not doing it right. Oh man, I can't wait to post about this. Can't wait to tell people about this on stage. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this on stage right after this at an open mic. So, one, so it's a long Blowjob usually because you're not horny. Um, you're not horny during it, but maybe you are. If you're, it depends on the blowjob. I'm talking about personal experience. Usually, it's like, okay, the best blowjob is one that's not planned out, one that you don't see coming. If somebody just like shows up at your door, like an ex-girlfriend, like, hey, I'm your crazy ex-girlfriend. Can I come in and suck your dick? And you weren't expecting it. You're just like on your computer, just like doing work. And all of a sudden, it's like this chick that's like totally, obviously going to blow your fucking. The second you let her in the door, you know she's going to just fucking suck your. Yeah, that's the best type of blowjob. And you're, it's probably going to. That's the best type, the spontaneous type of blowjob. We're not editing anything out of this. Sorry to my editor who has to sit through this. This is very 
uh, inappropriate and self-indulgent. But also, it's motivational. Because if I could get that type of blowjob, why not you, person listening? This is, I'm turning this around. This is now a motivational seminar for people that are wannabe narcissists that are maybe, you know, they, they could tell that they're narcissists. They, they could tell that they have the same qualities that I just laid out, but they know that they're just far away from that BJ. They're just got to do a little bit of work and they could feel that depression because they know they ain't part of a community that could deliver those levels of blowjobs. And I get, I used to be there 10 years ago, 2020, 2012. Sure, that was more than 10 years ago, but whatever. You get the fucking thing I'm saying. When was it that I first started to realize that I was fuckable? That I could turn my narc, that I could use comedy to get laid? Yeah, less than 10 years, it was about 8 years ago. Who the fuck knows, man? Not that long ago. You need to find a community that could excel, that you could excel at. That you... (laughs) You need to find something like stand-up comedy or, I don't fucking know, an online game maybe. Go to a gaming tournament. Become very good at something. Not just mediocre. You're not going to get much. You're, gonna, you're still going to get some dick sucking. But if you want like high quality, if you want like, you know, the crazy chicks to really suck, you, you got to be more than mediocre. But it, it doesn't have to, you don't have to be that great at stand-up, for example. Stand-up, it just takes, you just have to have a big ego. You just have to have a lot of confidence. You don't even need to be in a community to get... But that's the style of sex that I... That's what I'm... That's type of creepiness that I'm talking about. It's like, I can't go up to somebody on the street and get laid. I don't have that type of, like, uh, non-narcissistic tendencies. If I was a normal schmuck, I would be able to handle rejection better and maybe... Whatever. This is very complicated. We're going to... I'm not an expert on this uh, particular... Go like subject of going down the street. I just know wh- what type of person I am, and I'm the type of creep that plays the long game. I, it's like Harvey Weinstein. He started getting the best pussy laid, super laid in his life. He had to make, he had to churn out all these great movies just to start getting a little bit of sex. That's that's all he got out of it. Just a little bit of high quality pussy after moving mountains creatively. He had to fucking move mountains to get that style of pussy because he's a Jew who's probably not very confident outside of that realm of his office where he could just jerk, whip out his dick, the casting couch situation. I relate to that guy. I'm not better than him. He's better than me. I am him 40 years away, (laughs) or 30, however fucking many years. I'm pretty old. Uh, The point I'm making, which is a good point, is um, some guys are too narcissistic and (laughs) pussy-whipped. They have too much sensitivity to rejection that they have to become like a impenetrable, they have to become like a, a castle, they have to have like a moat around them where people are afraid to reject them. That they just fucking, they go, they get Stockholm syndromed into it. They just go, well, he's such a powerful entity that 
I'm afraid to say no to sucking his dick. So that's why they do it. And it's a power trip on top of it. So he gets, he comes in like two seconds. It's like, holy fuck. It took so much time to get to this level of kingdomship. And I'm the king. And I didn't even have to drug her or nothing. She's just doing it because she's afraid. Anyway, so that's hot, man. And I'm just being out. Hey, I'm not a crook. I'm not a crook. I've never done that before. I'm saying I get it. If I'm not even saying I'm planning on it. That's too transparent. I would never reveal that I have this plan to do something that creepy. I'm just saying it's fucking awesome to do to to be on the receiving end of as the abuser, <laughs> as the dude doing it. I'm saying the perpetrator. For the chick, I mean, she's getting a fucking roll out of it, so fuck her. She's getting what she's getting out of it, too. Never mind. I I get it. It's horrible. You shouldn't abuse people. You shouldn't sexually harass people or assault them. Um, I've been on the receiving end of that in comedy. Like, some fucking creepy gay guy tried sexually harass... Whatever. So I know what it's like. It sucks. It doesn't matter if you're a chick. I'm saying it feels amazing as the dude doing it. And I've never done it. So anyway, but I'm Jewish. So I, you never know. I'm not, just because I am saying that I'm not going to do it now, I don't have the power to do it now. See, that's where I have some empathy. Like, I, I, I like, I like it. I'm so awkward. Or what's the, I'm not, it's, yes, I'm awkward, but that's not why I'm not a creep. There are plenty of socially awkward creeps, man. There are, let me say that a third time. Let me say that with my eyes open. There are fucking creepier people like me, even creepier people like me, men that have way better game than me because they have they're not fuck because they have more confidence because they're idiots because they're psychopaths because they have no empathy because they're psychopaths because they don't care that people judge them they don't care that they have a shit reputation they just don't mind being known as a creep. And they like pussy, so they just put themselves in front of it, and, and and people go, "Wow, that's creepy as fuck." I don't do that. I just I just know that um, I like to play the long. Game. I like it. <laughs> Actually, the more I talk about this, the better of a person I feel like I am compared to all these weirdos that have nothing to show for themselves that still try to like. Uh, get women to have sex I don't even try to go out and get women to have sex with me and I actually had a one hit song in 2018 it wasn't a fucking hit song but anyway it was, a shit, it was just a song I put out that was fun to make and people liked it in the local comedy scene Big Whoop that's my biggest accomplishment in so far and that was five years ago so whoopee um so I can't coast off that. But the point is, I actually got something going for me. I got like, kid, I got not kid, I got, um, I'm not going to list my talents because see, I'm not that big of a narcissist, man. If I have to say it, then it, you don't fucking, um, I shouldn't have to list my fucking crowning talents, man. I'm a programmer. Pro. See, that's the one thing that doesn't get you laid, man. Being a programmer. Okay, going back to my spiel. About how to get your dick sucked in the best possible way. Like the spontaneous. It's like, oh man, hey. I'm just saying programming did not do it for me. Program, I, you could be a, making 
$3 an hour, you could be making minimum wage and still get a crazy chick. How did I get that crazy? Oh, yeah, because of comedy. That's right. It all goes back to open mic comedy. The only reason I do open mic comedy and I don't do real shows is because that's where the, the, the freaks hang out. That's where the real sickos hang out. Shows? Nah, man. Then you actually have to be a professional, man. And I'm not that. I'm a fucking psycho. Not psychopath. There's two different things. A psychopath is somebody that has no self-awareness. And they try to manipulate people on top of being a uh, bad person. Like, they're actually, like, a bad person. They have no soul. Um, but a psycho is just a crazy person. That's just a term for a crazy person. Those are two very different things. I'm a psycho, period. Meaning I have a heart. I'm just crazy. I just say crazy. I just blurt out crazy shit. I don't hurt people. I don't hurt people. I just say crazy shit to their faces because it's fun. Um, and I fuck anything that wants to fuck me at open mics because... They're mentally ill, and they're easy to get. <laughs> and it's a low bar, super low bar. You just have to be the funniest open micer, and then that's it. So that's what I figured out. That's how I got the good sex. The blowjob. This is valuable. I'm giving it. This is a tutorial after all. Fuck. Now, now I don't want to do this anymore since this is becoming a tutorial on how to get a blowjob. And that's not what I thought I was trying to. I thought I was going to talk about how I. I thought the whole point is that I'm too good for that shit. I'm better than that shit. These pickup, these, um, these, these, uh, what do you call them? Pickup artists? This is a long, this is not pickup art. Okay, yes, it is. I just laid out a scenario. I just laid out a specific scenario that only works for funny psycho men. Funny, narcissistic, psycho, not psychopath, but hey, psychopaths could get laid too. But you gotta have some, um, Here's something I've noticed. There's for my own. You gotta have some empathy, or at least ability, to show empathy towards the crazy women that come up to you at these open mics. This is getting very specific. I should stop. I should stop saying open mic. That's creepy, because that's literally where it happens. And that's like now I'm giving the instruction. Now it's gonna be even more creeps. Fuck! I'm editing this whole. I'm editing this. I'm changing the episode title to um, something else. We don't need more creeps at open mics. That's why I usually have a gun on me. Because you don't... I'm not actually like a person that attacks women. Okay, let me just keep talking. Let me just revise it. Let me just... If you're a psychopath, stay the fuck away from my women at open mics. These are my women. And this is my corner. And you're, these are fighting words. If you show up to my territory, which is any open mic in the whole country... That I happen to be at. Is Timmy Gusto. Especially if I'm dressed like this. If you see me roll in dressed like this. Yeah I'm there to get laid. I don't give a fuck about jokes. I'm already talented. I already know that all my jokes are fucking hilarious. I'm not there to work out joke like a loser. Oh maybe I'll. Maybe I'll get uh, a booking out of this. Maybe I'll get a showcase opportunity. Maybe somebody will want me on their stupid comedy club show. Maybe I'll get to feature for. No. I don't do comedy. I do open mics. <laughs> That's a big difference. That is a big difference, my friend. And so if you're a psychopath, 
that has no heart and just wants to use up these women like uh, pieces of meat and then just go to the next city. You're get the fuck out! Don't do don't don't do that. Is what I'm saying. I would feel bad doing. You know, I, you know, I would feel creepy doing that. Actually, to be honest, not creepy. I would feel bad. I would feel like I, because only with women. Like that's the thing. Some women are normal. I hate to say it. This is becoming a, a very topical. This is becoming a very high, highly valuable conversation. I hate to be that guy that, that goes against the grain here, but like some women actually aren't whores. Let me say that without the glasses so you know that I'm not kidding. I'm not joking here. Some women are not popsicle twats. Some women actually do have feelings and they don't, they don't just want to like fucking suck and move on. So for those women that aren't just like into like the whole like fucking getting their dick sucked, just like how I'm, just like how men are stereotypically talked about, there's some women that actually aren't like that too, it turns out. It's a small percentage. Usually it happens around, usually it's like younger, not younger ones, it's usually like older, whatever. It's usually like overweight or 30-year-olds that have this that have this emotional that actually want like a real guy to stick around and they still want a crazy guy though i'm just saying they're they're easily hurt is what i'm saying they there's actually women out there that aren't just in it for the dick isn't that crazy so it's not just a man versus woman thing that i'm talking about women could do this too this is the same advice not really because women can't really do comedy and if they do they're intimidating as fuck so that's kind of a weird, it's only for men if you're trying to get your dick sucked literally also because they, they're the ones that have dicks. But if you're a trans woman, this still applies. If you're a trans woman who wants to get your dick sucked, everything I said is 100% true except good luck getting your dick sucked by a woman because they're probably going to be grossed out. They're probably going to be grossed out by the fact that you're a trans woman. Hey, you're probably gay, so you're, you're going to get your dick sucked better anyway. You're going to get your dicks up better anyway because it's going to be by a dude. Okay, so the, I, I just knocked out like a thousand pieces of wisdom for so many groups of people. I'm helping out so many types of men here. And women too. It's Women's History Month. And I just helped women out too by telling these creepy men to not break their hats. Just because I taught you how to get into their pants doesn't mean you should just jump ship. Unless they're crazy, which they will be. If you use my proven method of uh, peacocking at an open mic and then and then going home with a mentally ill woman and getting your dick they will be crazy by definition. That's kind of the whole point of how you get with them in the first place. So then, yeah, that's a town that you could pretty much never go to ever again. God willing, maybe she'll like not know that you're there maybe maybe she'll like forget about you and fuck somebody up maybe she'll latch on to another victim because in this case you're the victim getting your dick sucked is only the beginning of the story there's always going to be consequences to be paid if you get your dick there's no free lunch i'm sorry to say unless you're george Clooney. 
Sorry, man. I'm talking about desperate men here. I'm not talking about like the men that can get regular, regular. Are you kidding me? I'm talking about men that can only get with mentally ill women. It's going to be complicated, man. Like, yeah, it's going to be some of the best fucking sex of your life. You're not even going to know what sex is until you fucking will fuck one of these witches. But don't uh, let them suck you dry literally like, after that. Don't let them suck your soul dry, I mean. Don't let them be vampires. Let them suck your dick, which they will. They will do an amazing job. They will do an amazing job. They will get every last drip out of that thing. But let it stop with that fluid. Don't let it go into your blood or your heart. Don't literally, yeah, don't let it go into your fucking heart. Your blood, same fucking thing. I guess I'm being literal. Don't let them literally cut you with a knife, which they might do. They might attack you with. This is becoming a very real seminar. I'm becoming, I feel like I. I don't know if I want to bear this burden of responsibility by laying out all this detail. Okay, this is a course for harm reduction. If you're crazy enough, which you are, if you're still listening, to fuck or get fucked, which, let's be honest, they will do most of the fucking. If you're willing to fuck a crazy chick, there will be bad consequences that outweigh the positives. (laughs) There will be thorough negative consequences that outweigh the positives, but time will go by and time heals all wounds and then you'll forget about the pain, but you'll remember how nobody has sucked your dick better than them. I'm being honest, man. She wasn't that, like the one I'm thinking of, there's not just one, but some of them are not that smart and that opens up a whole nother topic. Don't fuck the smart ones. The smart ones, you will only remember the pain. Because they... You don't got to be that smart to fuck somebody really well. How about that? That's a good bit of information. not trying to be funny here. That was a very serious, good bit of information. Is that don't fuck the smart Jewish women. They will suck your soul dry. Fuck the ones that are stupid and also crazy. Because they will suck your dick just as well, and they won't know how to get revenge on you as well because they won't be as smart. It's that simple, man. Just be anti-Semitic. Just be like, oh, you got a big nose? Okay. I'm not interested, honey. Good luck saying no to a Jewish woman who wants to fuck you, by the way. Good fucking... They usually get what they want, so good luck not saying yes to a Jap. Good fucking... If you get anything out of this episode, if you have the charisma or the balls or the fortitude, not charisma, if you have the balls or the strength and the willpower to say no to a Jap, I'm going to... You're my... I'm going to look up to you, basically, is what I'm saying. I'm going to be like, oh, good job. I'm going to tip my cap to the... Because they're hard to say no to because they're manipulative... Because they're smart. So if you break their heart or do something rotten to them, I'm only talking about Jewish crazy women. It's a very specific woman. You can see them from a mile away. You can see it from a mile away. But anyway, don't fucking be abusive to them in any perceivable way. Even in a perceivable way. I'm not even talking in a little... Like, 
Don't even fucking, pre- don't even tell them anything. Don't, not, you have to fuck them. Sometimes you just have to fuck them. Even if you don't want to, because you're afraid that if you don't, they're going to ruin your career. They're going to blacklist you. That's how good they are at getting revenge. Okay, that's enough. Of, that's all I needed. To, now that we're clear on that, let's go back to just regular crazy chicks that are dumb, which is pretty much anyone that's not Jewish is going to be dumber than a Jew. Jewish women are smarter than any other woman by a thousand per, by a huge margin. I'm a Jewish supremacist in the, in the most literal sense of the word. I take I have no apology about it, bones about it. I don't give a fuck how offensive that is to Asian women. Sorry, you're about a thousand times not as smart as, as Jewish women. And I'm saying that also because I want to keep fucking Jewish women too because they're fucking hot and they're good at stuff. But anyway, fuck them is what I'm saying. Don't fuck them is what I'm really saying. Fuck the dumb crazy women. And also, you don't really have to say crazy Jewish women. All Jewish women are crazy. So that's a redundant... All Jewish women are fucking crazy. In bed, at least. They might hide it very well. They wear a mask. Anyway, but then as soon as you get them out, as soon as you get them in bed, they're fucking crazy. Anyway. So we don't have to even say crazy Jewish women, but let's just talk about crazy Asian women. Or crazy Jew... No, we already talked about Jew. Crazy uh, Greek women. Crazy Uzbekistan women. If you can speak their language, fucking fuck them. If they're crazy, but not Jewish, and usually, okay, here's a thing that I want to correct. Don't fuck the re- the really dumb ones. Don't fuck like the really dumb uh, women. Um, depending on, I'm not saying anything about like where they come from, uh, even though I can very easily make this even more racist than I did. Let's not even go down that rabbit hole of like genetics and race and DNA and like IQ. We already did that on a previous episode. Sorry that um, reality is not fair. But anyway, fuck the ones in the middle. Fuck the uh, the white. Okay, now I guess I'm leaning into. They don't be white. Fuck any race of woman that all that they have to be is a few things crazy and mid middle IQ like mid level IQ not super smart not super dumb because if they're super dumb regardless they might come after you with a shotgun if they're uh, super smart they will fuck up your life by you know getting vengeance on you the same way other you know the Hollywood way the Hollywood style way, which is the worst way. I'd rather get shot by a shot. I'd rather be stabbed. Okay. This is a very slippery slope, I just realized. Because even the ones that are mediocre intelligence, they're still crazy, man. And crazy trumps all. Crazy women, it doesn't matter what their fucking IQ is. They're going to fucking come after you with a knife if you stick around with them too much too long so how about this good luck if you're dealing with if you're me five years ago and you somehow managed to not get stabbed by doing by fucking these crazy women I'm just saying if you want to be like that 
and pursue that people listening men listening young men um and he uh, i hope you don't get stabbed anyway that was a fun topic um that's pretty much the whole top but anyway i was gonna that reminded me this really only is i'm talking to a specific type of man that is manipulated by this type of woman it's only weak men, like, you know, weak-spirited empathy. You have to have some empathy, otherwise you're not going to want to be around them because they're crazy. You're going to be like, get out of here, crazy chick. My dick doesn't do all the talking. If you have no empathy, you're going to be like, ugh, they do. Actually, men, yeah, I think you have to have a certain level of empathy to for these crazy women to want to suck your dick in the first place because they have this radar for that they have good empathy rate they have that radar for good for that dick energy so they can lay out their problems after sucking your dick or during suck whatever they know in their heads okay he's i'm getting a good vibe from him i'm gonna suck his dick and then abuse him later so it's only certain men that put out the right aura because if you're just a normal dude you'll you're gonna see that she's crazy you're gonna see all the red flags and it's just pussy. There's, that's a dime a dozen, man. If you're a regular guy, I'm talking about a certain brand of incel. I'm talking about a certain sect of incel here. A certain sliver of incel is who I'm talking to. You got to be young. <laughs> Have some empathy, some level of physical, physical. I don't know. You got to be attractive to them a little bit. And you got to be. Um, around them that's pretty much it man you can meet them anywhere you can meet them at a fucking at a bus station for all i fucking know but for them to really like stick their fangs in you for them to like latch on to you it helps if you're at a create if you're at an if you're at a specific type of creative endeavor like an open mic which is creepy you know it sucks i have to keep saying that but it could be an aa meeting too Pretty much the same fucking things. Like they gotta see that you're a loser, basically. As was, I think that's what it is. They see that you're open-minded and a loser or some shit, and then they latch on to you anyway. So I think that's enough on that subject. Okay, so how how else am I doing today? This is a good vlog. Um, this is now the vlog portion of the episode. I feel like I've been doing this my whole life. This episode, we're about an hour in, so we could probably wrap it up in a few minutes here. South by Southwest, clearly you could tell I'm angry about that. I'm very angry that South by Southwest is happening. I don't like it because it keeps me holed up at home and I can't go out and pursue my agenda, which I already talked about on the first 40 minutes of this. My agenda is being curtailed by uh, something better. And if you're a creepy dude like me, you want to have nobody blocking... You want to be cock blocked by by some festivals. Like get out of the way. I want to be a fucking. I want to be a creeper. So anyway, crypto's up, and there's a there's we're currently in the midst of a banking crisis. Whoa, that's all I got to say about that. I tried to make money on some banks after they dived down like eighty percent in one day. They nosedived, and I did make some money. Whatever on on one of them, but then First Republic. That one I'm predicting is probably going to go away. 
only because it has the word republic in its name, and that's too close to republican, and that's too close to white supremacist. So, or you know, slave owner, republican, same thing, landowner, racist, like anybody that's republican needs to go down. So that bank is, uh, I should not have invested in that bank. I'm going to try to pull out Whatever, man. It's a, it was a risky move. I knew it was risky, but it sucks, man. I, I, it hurts when your whole ego rides on a stock investment. And that's who I am. Where else am I going to feel good about myself? The internet? or the? Where else am I going to feel like I'm good at something? This? I had some moments in this. All right, I don't want to make this too much longer. But, uh, yeah, we talk about the bank crisis. First Republic. Um... Crypto's up because of that. Anytime that something horrible is happening in the main, the Fed is uh, pumping, injecting their cock into these small banks to make them stay afloat. I don't know why. I don't know why the government gives a crap if a private commercial entity goes down the drain. But for I guess apparently it's important for the economy and somebody obviously, I don't know, I'm not that conspiratorial. But other people can fill in the blank. Just go to uh, BitChute or Rumble if you want to know the answer to why there's such a commingling of the federal Fed, the government, and private businesses, why they help each other out. I don't care. I just care about crypto going back up. Because when crypto goes back up, my dick goes up. That's when I pull out the sunglasses and the stupid shirt that I can't afford to buy more of so it's out of style now i feel like a loser and i can't afford new clothing because i spent it all on this house and i have no income because being a narcissist doesn't fetch a lot of dollars on the you know if you haven't sometimes it does for other narcissists good for them maybe i'm just a shitty i'm just shitty at that job of nar- narcissism i'm shitty at it I'm trying to get better. I haven't found my niche yet. Also, I have found my niche a long time ago. It's just not bankable. Talking about how Jewish women are somebody you got to watch out for. <laughs> hey, for watch out for those Jewish women. If you say that, on the, like, okay, that might be your passion. That might be like a great thing to get behind. Um, unless you want to make money. So when crypto goes up, I'm happy because that means I can talk more about how I am afraid of Jewish women and how I fall in love with them more than anybody else. More than anybody else have I fallen in love with Jewish women and racist women. You don't have to be Jewish. You just have to be racist. So same fucking thing. You just have to be like a woman with like a, who like, <laughs> I don't want to get too specific. Like a woman that um, voted for Trump that's the first qualif. That's obviously hot. Doesn't like other women. That's hot as fuck. Likes men like me, and is hot. And okay, did I mention this? Younger than me. That's the thing we're gonna end on. All men are the same. I'm not special. Uh not in this regard. I'm special in other way, but in this way, I am normal as a cup of tea. Leo DiCaprio is the last subject of the podcast that I'm wrapping it up on the next I'm gonna close off on a Leo DiCaprio, stop being a dick to that guy. He needs He needs a muse, man. For him to keep making brilliant films, 
he needs to be fucking a different young woman. It doesn't fucking matter that he's getting older. How the hell is that relevant? He's also still putting out great roles. If you want him to keep putting out great roles that are new, he's got to be fucking new women. Do you not see the connection? How that make that's the puzzle that fits. The, oh, look at this creepy old guy. He keeps he's in his fifties. He's pretty much in his fifties, but he still wants to fuck a young piece of woman. Yeah, because he's putting out new pieces of work. Who gives a fuck how old he is? He's putting out new pieces of work that is brilliant. That you fucking watch. On edibles, because it's too, because it's better that way. You watch Wolf of Wall Street; it lasts for the whole edible, because it's like a four-hour movie. You take an edible, it's like holy fuck, that's a good movie. Yeah, because he got, because he was fucking the fucking co-star. Uh, you think he would have done as well in that movie if he didn't have a hot young co-star that was in the in the trailer right next to his? That he was thinking, that he was like, that he was like, I don't know if they were fucking, he was fucking somebody, that's all that matters. If you want him to do a good job at film, he's gotta be with a young, hot woman that's a different one and it's fucking even younger and hotter than an ass water, you fucking idiot. It's not illegal. It's not like he's a pedophile. It's not like they're underage. Fucking idiots, man. So people just like, stop giving him shit, man. You want him to kill himself? You want him to feel bad about himself? Like the narcissist that he isn't? He's not a narcissist. He, he, he's a fucking brilliant actor. Those are not mutually exclusive, by the way. You could be a brilliant actor and also be a huge fucking narcissist. There's plenty of comedians that are pretty good at comedy that are f- huge narcissists and that's why I don't talk to them anymore. I don't fucking... Even, I, I fuck, fucked them. But... That's why I went up to them in the first place, because they're good at comedy. So Leo DiCaprio, probably a narcissist. If I'm talking about him this long, probably a fucking narcissist. He's a status symbol. Of course he's a narcissist. But he's also very talented. If if you want him to keep putting out good work, stop writing the articles about him. You can write articles about me. I'm trying to get relevant. He's trying to stay relevant. If you want him to stay relevant, stop being a dick to him, you idiots. You only got so much time on this planet, man. Let him flourish into his 60s. And you got it. I would be talking in a much more straight line if I already got laid tonight or earlier. If I knew I was getting laid after this, that would be the best source of dopamine, man. If you know you're a good... Oh, man. Ending on this. If you know you're going to get laid later in the night... Or at least have a chance to. You're going to have such a good time before then, man. You're going to be like, oh, man. I'm gonna give it. Whatever. That's a stupid thing to, to end on. But it gives you confidence is what I'm saying. If you have somebody, if you have something lined up. Pussy, I mean. If you have that lined up later in the evening. On your phone. On your watch. On your Apple watch. I, I, yeah, that's what I was referring to. That's why I pointed to my wrist. Because watches exist. You're going to speak and it gives you dopamine. And that's great. You need that. But anyway, it's it's midnight right now. And there's nothing to look forward to for me except for editing this episode and putting it out and apologizing for everything that I said, which I don't. 
I don't apologize for nothing that I said. It was all purposeful. And based on my experience, what I'm very proud of as a gentleman, as an old man, I'm only getting older, but my ideas, they ain't fucking aging a day. They're only getting more solid because they're based on real life experience, you idiot. So fuck that. I think that's a good... Oh yeah, and I'm going to start an MLM. If I, didn't, if, you didn't say, if I didn't say enough shit about me that makes people hate me, one last thing I'm going to do, if, if you didn't hate me yet, is I'm going to start an MLM <laughs> targeted towards poor countries. Poor countries, they're going to buy fashion that I make for very cheap. If I could find a cheap distributor, I have to profit off them, though. That's the thing. Without going down the into the rabbit hole of details, since we're at the end of the episode, that's another scumbag business idea that I'm going to put into action. Not really. But it's a funny idea, and I was going to talk about that if I had more time. But I didn't really have to because I just improvised because I'm a genius narcissist who knows that he's both of those things. I'm both of those things. That's why the only cure for narcissism is death. is because it feeds into your life. Um, it gives you a, a reason to live. Knowing that you're good at stuff feeds the narcissism and vice versa. The narcissism... Does it make you better at stuff? No, it just makes you maintain. I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good, that's a question for future episodes. Does being a narcissist make you improve on what you're trying to accomplish in life? I think it's the answer is yes and no. And I'm still thinking about that. Whatever. I, 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 I. Okay, last topic before we wrap it up. We opened on a song. Speaking of that, my singing career is uh, taken off very slowly. One gig at a time, spaced out weeks at a time. So it's not taken off. That's the wrong word to use. It's at the, it's at the basement ground level. It's not taken off, but it, it's, it's one pixel up off the ground. If one pixel was one millimeter, that's how far... Anyway, so I got my second singing gig. Timmy Gusto did. I don't... Same thing. Timmy Gusto got his second singing gig on airgigs.com. And he, he did well. He got a good review from it. So that's encouragement for him to uh, call himself a professional. I mean, that's a little bit grandiose. If they, But that's the whole point of this podcast is grandiose. So anyway, he's a professional singer, I guess, technically, because he got paid and he got a good review. So he raised the fucking rate from $10 to $15. So now you got to pay real money if you want him to sing his heart out. And soon he'll, if that keeps going, he'll, he'll have to raise it to 20. I think the max it will be, it'll never go to like real numbers, like thousands of dollars unless he gets famous. For that to happen, he'd have to actually be picked up by like a famous musician or just have a song actually do well, which is a pipe dream, and I don't see that happening even as a narc, even as somebody as grandiose as, as he is, and I tend, as I joke, I, I don't actually believe that he's uh, that good at that, or that he has a future career as a professional singer, but it's a fun way to make a few dollars, and it's also the only source of income 
that this studio is producing. So we might as well, me and him, my, my partner, psychotic personality, my split personality that I'm talking about, we, us, we should probably uh, work harder on actually getting more clients and, put in, and putting out a stronger portfolio whatever man i should keep doing it is the point of fucking making man because this studio has to make generate income and talking about jewish women is not gonna do it is not gonna do it bit shoot does not pay the dollar taxes i'm not even good enough to make money on alt-right webs how fucking depressing is that i'm not even good enough for cozy tv because i'm not consistently racist enough I'm too, I'm a light layabout racist. You know, I'm like a 4chan lazy. I'm not even, I'm not even good enough for 4chan. Because they're, because they actually are like, they have the chutzpah to actually post online. I'm not that fucking, uh, I just say it into a microphone with my real voice. So fuck those losers. But I'm not good enough to do it professionally. And also, I wouldn't want to because that's a very toxic thing. That's like a scary thing to be famous for. I'd rather be famous for, uh, not for being a, yeah, I'd, honestly, I'd rather be famous for being a sexual predator than being a Nick Fuentes lookalike. I'm still, I'm still. I'd rather be that than a famous stand-up comedian. That's the last thing I'd want to be famous for. That's pathetic. All right, my camera just made a noise, which means I think it wants me to wrap it up. My camera just made a noise, so we're, we're wrapping up the episode. Okay, thank you. This has been episode 68 of the Tim Vikes Bob Show. I'll see you all next week.